This is a homebrew podcast. Welcome back to the Kaleidosphere, a Dungeons and Dragons play podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Nathan. Joining me are Grant. Lucky Shore. Uh, nothing's real. Cody. Bullshit Detector Jack Rackman. Pippin. Moriarty. I said no. <laughs> and Alex. Clacker Volkson, the main attraction at Seal World. Oof. Oof. Join us on episode 40 of our first campaign, To Whom the Sea Belongs. Uh, before we jump in, I would like to encourage you, uh, listener, to head over to patreon.com slash thehomebrew and just take a gander through all the different rewards that we offer there. There's a lot of great things starting at only $2 a month uh, across all of the network shows. So that's um, that's us, that's The Homebrew, that's Power Word Fail, and uh, most recently that's World Weavers. I don't think there's anything on Patreon related to World Weavers yet, but lots of amazing stuff across all of our different shows. Furthermore, for the next five weeks, between now and January 11th, if you sign up or increase your pledge to the uh, $10 amount, $10 a month uh, Patreon subscription, and request that your name is shouted out on the Kaleidosphere, you will get not one, not two, not seven, but six stickers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And these are Kaleidosphere-specific stickers. We've got one of Clacker, one of Zachariah, one of Raven. They are beautiful. Artwork done by our own Austin Brady. Uh, They are fantastic stickers, and uh, you can be one of the first people to own them if you uh, sign up at $10 a month. If you don't, then after January 11th, they'll also be made available for individual purchase on the Homebrew website, but It's a really exciting opportunity. I'm really glad that we have a little bit of podcast merch now. I'm thrilled about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, between now and January 11th, the offer stands. And uh, as of this recording, the uh, title of uh, first person to be shouted out on the Kaleidosphere is still up for grabs. So Mm -hmm. get that while the getting's good. Hell yeah. Last week on the Kaleidosphere, you explored a hole with a Yeti in it. You fought the Yeti, and Jack almost died. That was the closest we've had to someone dying since Kraz, probably. It was close. Yeah, yeah. he managed to managed to pull through. Um, and then uh, you fought some shadows, which were pretty terrible and drained uh, uh, Lucky's charisma a little bit. And uh, then you went into another hole, meaning that there are only five left now. And that hole really messed with everyone's minds. Lucky mm. saw himself back in eternal servitude of uh, Jiang. Clacker saw himself performing tricks for fish at Seal World, the uh, moving attraction. And uh, Moriarty was a skeleton swapping the poop deck for Zachariah. Jack was a beggar in, uh, like, probably Rixport, some kind of nondescript rundown dock, but he was able to figure out that that was not real in short order. That is where we have left off. You are all back outside of the holes now, at the top of the well. What would you like to do? Uh, Clacker wants to prepare some of his sanity that he has, and drink a little bit. Nice. From Heidi? Yes. I've got, uh, I've three batches left, so I'm gonna, I'll prepare one, and see how that leaves me. (laughs) And I might prepare another one after that. D4 plus one, so I get three points back. I'm gonna make another one. I'll do two batches for seven points back total. Bring me back up above three quarters. Very nice. Let me check on how frequently you can make that save to shake the insanity condition. Also, thanks for taking that one a little bit easier on me. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, afraid of seal folks, that's not terrible right now. Right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it depends on how long it takes you to actually shake it. What you don't know is that the next hole is all seal folk. <laughs> I'm out. It is sea world. Out. I'm out. I'm not even going in there then. I'm running back. Right, the next hole is the blowhole of a seal folk, which shouldn't exist by any standard. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't even make sense. (laughs) Right. Um, Once per day on a shorter long rest, Clacker. Okay. Can I do that now or no? (laughs) Uh, If you all decide to short rest now. Yeah. It's it's like 220 
Do we need to take a moment for you guys? I, I experienced something horrible for me, but you two look like you guys went through the ringer. It couldn't have been that bad. Clacker's feeling a little bit better now, but he still is, like, behind his eyes. You can just, like, in his mind, he just still sees Seal World. What do you mean? It can't be. It couldn't have been that bad. Couldn't have been that bad. Oh, so yours wasn't bad at all? Mine was terrible. Oh, that's right. Mine might still be happening. Mine was about as the worst thing that I can imagine, but I could tell it wasn't real immediately. Lucky's uh, nervously touching an object that's kind of like under his cloak. Not, nah, I don't want to retake that line. I think. <laughs> Lucky, <laughs> Lucky's nervously fondling something below his cloak. How do you say that without being weird? <laughs> I Lucky think the is can't be said without being weird because it looks weird. <laughs> Uh, Lucky Nervously is kind stroking of... a bulge. No, oh my god. Oh my god. This is not only fair. You're playing pocket pool over there, boy. You see, uh, you see Lucky is kind of nervously uh, playing with... <laughs> what do you say? How do you say that? I just want him to be... Fidgeting? Fid- yeah, yeah, fidgeting. You say, you, say, you see Lucky is nervously fidgeting with, a, um, with an object that he keeps... Uh, under his robes, kind of like very close to his chest, looking around at each of you pretty nervously. Uh, something that he has not... I think you'd catch a glimpse of it, but it is the scales that he has played with a few times before. Hmm. Well, how we feeling? Let's just go. Let's keep going. Let's get this over with. Alright. How long does it take to brew tea? Um, that requires, like setting some water over your torch for a little while to get it to a, a light boil s- steeping it for five minutes okay I'd say so probably 20 minutes it's it's like it's like 220 right now in the morning the stars are bright overhead but it's also there's patches of cloud so there are areas of stars that are blotted out all right then in the distance there's a flicker of like sheet lightning through one of the far-off clouds a faint peal of soft thunder that's a good omen is it? Yard. You can't just say yard to things. <laughs> <laughs> All willy-nilly. It's worked for me so far. Took 40 episodes to get acknowledged. So far. <laughs> <laughs> so how I just say yard and you just accept whatever I said before that? I mean, I probably would. Let's go home. Yard. Mm, you make a compelling argument. The argument. The argument. <laughs> You're more than welcome to go home if you'd like. I I will press on. I understand that this has been super dangerous. Let's just get it over with. Let's just go. Next hole. Clacker's shakily drinking his tea. He's like, yeah, let's just, let's do this. All right. All right, then. Have we figured out why the hags wanted us to come here yet? I think they wanted to kill us or drive us insane. Well, out of the five left, there's two in a row. There's kind of a left and right, and then a little bit beyond that, there's a north, middle, and south. Those are the five remaining, but they're all within, like, a 30 or 40-foot diameter of each other. Hmm. Did I see agreement on the leftmost out of the remaining five? Yeah, we'll just go down the down the line. Sure. Well, uh, you know what that means. I need some more initiative from you. <laughs> do oh, do you, though? Sure. I do. Do you, though? Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, you betcha. Hey. I got a tin. Don't be using Clacker's voice lines against us. <laughs> 19 for Moriarty. Is a 21 for Clacker. Nice. That advantage coming into play. Mm-hmm. This descent is probably about 40 feet down, kind of like the one you just came from. And, uh, Clacker, when you, when you round the bend, um, you're not in a... Uh, stone cavern anymore. You're actually in a wooden hall that's swaying side to side a little bit. You realize you're in the hole of a boat. What would you like to do? Am I able to like reach the like sides of the walls in the hallway? Yeah, it's it's narrow, but it's also of like a nice make. You know, the the lamps on the wall are magical, so they're not leaving any smoke smudges on the wall. They're just like light cantrip glowing. Uh, the rug beneath you is nice and plush and bolted onto the floor so that it doesn't move with the swaying of the boat. Would you say the walls or the hallway is narrow, Han? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, uh, 
Give it to him. Uh, inspiration. Yeah. Inspiration. Yeah. Yes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I'm glad I got that back so quickly. Uh, yeah, Clacker's gonna kind of. I'm gonna need it, I guess. Uh, Clacker's gonna grab the. I mean, even though I'm an experienced sailor, I've been on plenty of ships and boats and traveled across the oceans. I'm gonna like kind of grab the sides of the wall to like stabilize myself, like with the sway of the hallway. Really, I'm just gonna be like, oh wow. Does any of this like? Does the rug look familiar? Any of like the. Um, craftsmanship of the hallway, like anything I would recognize. Well, it's a uh, uh, it's a pine wood that has been stained kind of a nice, rich mahogany. The carpet is like kind of a, a dark cream or like a dark beige color. Um, yeah, it's it's nice. You don't particularly recognize it though from from your uh, past. Okay, yeah, he's gonna like kind of stabilize himself with the walls. Be like, I don't know who made this boat, but they've got really good taste and. I don't know, I guess start kind of... There's. I don't see anyone else around me at all. None of my party members. Uh, no, but you hear voices above decks. Do they sound like seal folk? <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> no. Everything they, that happens now. They do not sound like seal folk. Uh, <laughs> uh, they just I guess sound I'll, like walrus folk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I'll just kind of slowly start walking down the hallway kind of putting my arms like in front of me and kind of feeling my way down as I'm going to keep my balance. Perfect. And as I'm kind of doing that I'm like in like a whispered tone I'm kind of being like Jack? Moriarty? Lucky? Is anybody here? Sure. And you said you're you're looking for like the stairs up to the top of the deck or you're avoiding that? I, I'll make my way towards the stairs. I don't want to like I want to kind of inconspicuously make my way up them as to not draw much attention and see kind of what, or hear more of what is happening before making my presence known. Or yeah, okay, so like that. ahead of you, you see some humans and they're uniformed. I'll circle back on their uniform in a, in a moment, but you hear them saying, yes, as soon as uh, Clacker is done uh, with uh, you know, fresh, freshening himself back up, we'll get this uh, contract on the way and then we should sail back to um, Arrow Bay post-haste and... Uh, uh, finalize all of the paperwork, get it filed away. And their uniforms are kind of a creamy color that matches the carpet. They've got the tricorn hats in, like, a dark midnight blue. Uh, these are Tea and Honey Quarterly uh, corporate managers. Oh. Well, I will go up the stairs then, and I'll be like, oh, mm, mm, I'm gonna go up the stairs, and I will kind of get to the top of them and, like, dust myself off a little bit okay and you somehow a name pops into your head it's the name cornelius and uh, you know that that's the the older of the two men in the in these matching uniforms um he looks over his shoulder and he sees you and he says oh clacker there you are come on come on let's uh get the paperwork underway and officiate the transfer of ownership into your name clacker is very confused he's like cornelius what do you what do you do i what are you doing here? What are you talking about? Are you wanting to back out? We we agreed upon an arrangement for you to purchase Tea and Honey Quarterly and oversee uh, the future direction of the company. Did we not? Well, you know, I mean, I always kind of wanted that, but when I don't... He's, like, mind fog. He, like, does not remember. Like, he knows this has been his longtime dream, of what he's wanted, but he's like, I don't... You know, we weren't... I didn't think I was making those steps you know i'm still just one of the featured writers i thought sure um cornelius kind of blinks and says well no i mean i have the paperwork here i mean you can come and review it if uh i i really thought that this was going to be in the best interest of both of us i mean i'm uh, of i'm ready to retire but uh we can I, I suppose we can negotiate again um and from the deck you can look out and see arrow bay in the distance which is one of the larger Arohavian um cities some of your family members are there as well. Uh, that's actually where you grew up when you weren't on a boat. And uh, I'll uh, I'll take a charisma save from you at this point. Oh man, do I want to inspire this one right away? Ugh. I think it might be my best interest to inspire right away this time. I just got it back. <laughs> I think I might need to use it right <laughs> away. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to inspire this one. It's going to be a 14. All right. We'll come back to you shortly. Oh my god. <sighs> It's gonna be one of those days. Moriarty, 
As you round the no. bend in the cave, you um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you you step back out of a out of a hallway and into the common area of a cheerfully lit tavern. Uh, you see your. Uh, your good friends, your excellent company a short distance away, along with this splendid feast that they're all sharing together. Clacker is over there uh, sipping on some tea, brewing a big pot of tea for everyone else. Jack is sprinkling his pressed digitation food over a big, like, bear, or a big uh, pot of, like, lizardfolk gumbo that Slork has stirred together. Lucky and uh, Zachariah are having riveting conversations with one another. Mitska is in the corner and she has kind of a faint smile on her turtle mouth but is otherwise quiet just contentedly enjoying this company and Hudson is there just happily guzzling down some rum and he sees you and he burps and he says hey Moriarty good to see you again come on back over let's finish our game alrighty last I, I think I recall you losing no what game are you talking about no. oh liar's dice I, I lost the last round but I'm uh, I'm ready to give it another go oh okay Alright, uh, sounds like I'll beat you again, but... <laughs> we'll, we'll see about that. Come on, let's, uh, let's roll initiative. As in, as in roll dice. Oh. Yeah, I'll take a, a charisma save from you, Moriarty. An 18. Alright. Where was that high roll first round last time? <laughs> yeah, you're telling me. Yeah, and so you and Hudson just begin dicing again, and the, the food is excellent, the company even better. Lucky, your vision is actually pretty similar to what I just described for Moriarty, only you don't know any of the people that you're accompanying in this mm. in this tavern, and it's, it's not so much a, a tavern, like, it's it's more just a lounge, there's plush couches everywhere, there's scratch posts in the corner Ooh. all of the people are accompanied by pitchers of uh, uh, various flavors of, like, wine and mead and all of the people are either naked or mostly naked Nice. Yeah. You know, I turn to the whoever's closest to me and says, you know, they don't put scratching posts in enough taverns these days. It's always good to see it. I know, right? We need to be more inclusive to the tabaxi and the leonids. That's what I've been saying. Yeah. What's your name? And I'll take a charisma save from you, Lucky. How do I feel? What's this uh, feel like? Aroused. I, aroused? So I have aroused. a weird question, Nathan. Okay. Do I feel safe? You do. You are certain that Jiang is dead. Can I make a bad decision for the sake of RP? Yeah. I, w I don't... I, I really don't see Lucky doing anything other than letting whatever this is fully into him. All right. Unless you can that have kills inspiration me. for that. It doesn't kill okay. you. You have inspiration. <laughs> but yeah, you... The manners of eyebrows were raised right there, just so everybody knows. <laughs> no, I, I, I honestly cannot see any part of, like, the back of my brain being like, this isn't real. You need to save. Like, I'm in. Right. Perfect. I willingly fail. And, uh, Jack, you emerge from the darkness. You walk up the stairs onto, or from below decks, from your ship's hull. Uh, you walk up onto the deck, and in the distance, you see a massive Stoffhelden armada cruising toward you. But your armada is better armed, better gunned, and you have the power of Yold on your side. You can conjure forth storms with a snap. You can unleash a barrage of cannonballs with a single command. You are in control of steering the fate of the world. And I'll take a charisma save from you. Ugly. I got an 18. Cool. Jack and Moriarty, you continue to see your, uh, your fantasies play out before you. But as the two of you got the highest rolls, I would like for each of you to make one more charisma save. Oh boy. Got a 16. Damn. 18. Okay. Well, if um, first Moriarty and then Jack, if each of you would like to narrate your kind of self-actualized kind of ideal futures for a little bit, you can do so. But after a couple minutes, each of you kind of fade out of this vision and realize that you're still in the well of fate. So Moriarty, you've got the reins. Oh man, I wish I rolled lower. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like what our ideal future is like now. So it's obviously we've rescued Hudson. We're back with Mitsuka and all that. So that's uh, Moriarty's beating yeah. Hudson in a multiple games of dice. Aye, Major, you sure you're not cheating? Oh, you know I'm not cheating. The cheater is here as you. You know you're not even a good cheat. Jack can beat you. 
but uh, just enjoying their time together and whatnot. And then looking around the room, you just see trophies of various rare fish and creatures that Moriarty's already like fished or hunted. And it's like, just feels like a feeling of pride when he looks at it. And, you know, just like his glimpse of the future, what he wanted, you know, just being surrounded by friends and family in like a, a hunting lodge or whatever. You know, his accomplishments, that's just kind of Moriarty just feels happy. He's with friends, uh, fishing all the things he wanted, found like so many of them. And he's just happy at the moment. And then fade away out of the the, the memory dream thingy, the illusion. Mm-hmm. And Jack. Yeah, Jack sails right into the armada. He sends the signal and has his crew split around and kind of circle them and as they veer off and gain an angle on the oncoming armada he signals to open fire and once every ship is fired he brings forth a massive wind propelling the cannonballs further faster right towards their appropriate targets and then as everyone reloads he just keeps the burst going and the opposing armada fires into the wind and their cannonballs just sink into the ocean and then they just put another hole in each boat and then Jack laughs as he steps forward onto the front of the boat and says, I'm king of the world! <laughs> Lightning starts striking <laughs> each of the ships. <laughs> Inspiration. Very nice. When, when the two of you come out of your illusions, you realize that Clacker and Lucky are still entranced, so you're able to kind of bring them to as well, now that you're back in the real world. Oh, that was a dream. That was a very nice one. I mean, you could have just failed and stayed there like me, man. Like, everyone could have been happy. I don't know why you had to do all this. Wake up, Lucky. Wake up, Lucky. <laughs> of course you're waking up, Lucky. I'll wake up, Clacker, then. Do I wake up? Uh, you do. I look around. There's no scratching post. I don't feel safe. (laughs) I don't feel aroused. There's no drinks. I look at Jack slowly. Why? (laughs) Why? Thought I'd bring you back to reality. Seemed lost in thought. I take a very deep breath, then wistfully let it out. While that's going on, Moriarty's gonna rummage through Clacker's pockets to find his, uh, ground saber tooth thing kind of like open up his lip a little bit just drip a couple in there and just like kind of rub the front of his face and like watch him come to like I start to open up (laughs) we got clacker (laughs) clacker like growls he's like and he just like pops up he's like my empire (laughs) he's like I I was gonna you could I, I was gonna have it I was gonna be the head of tea and honey. I could have brought you with me. You could have been rich and noble and famous. I mean, it can still happen there, Clacker. A lot of this can still happen. He reaches for the saber-tooth horn powder and he puts some more in his gums. <laughs> Dang, it's a lot. <laughs> it, it doesn't do anything, actually, but he thinks it's, it does. It's all placebo, really. <laughs> right, it's placebo. <laughs> no, but Moriarty grabbed inspiration, too, just from, like, the narration and from figuring out how to bring Clacker back into focus so easily. <laughs> That's good. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. And similar to that other uh, chamber, although the visions here were much more pleasant, a little bit beyond you see another amber disc to add to your collection. Mm, there you are. Grab it and put it on the wheels. So, Mori- once we're all up to the top, Moriarty is gonna turn the wheel so it, the next one in this like line is kind of meets up. I'm gonna draw the circle on it. Yeah, before you turn, the the first thing you would notice is that as you're headed back up the spiral staircase, uh, there is natural light overhead. Mm. Means it's at least been like six hours. Guess we're out for a while. <laughs> yeah, when you when you come out of the hole, the sun has risen. It's not noon yet, but it's not just dawn either. It's the sun has been up for a couple hours at least. Hmm, that was strange. There's so much weird shit, it's hard to take any of the weird shit seriously. <laughs> I mean, what do you do about the sun? Next hole. Um, <laughs> if my hunch is right, it's going to be kind of similar like those last two. Oh, this one? Yep. 
these three kind of line up, audience. Yeah, so out of this, the last six that you did, yeah, there's two lines. There's one right to left and one top to bottom. So this is the last one in the right to left line. And uh, you you descend the stairs. And uh, as you do, uh, those of you with torches, your torchlight is getting dimmer and dimmer. And those of you with dark vision, it is growing harder and harder to see the deeper you go. This goes what probably 60 feet down. And by the time you've hit the bottom... It's completely magically dark. Nice. Magical darkness. I I grab for people's hands. Jack, can we talk real quick? Yeah. All right. Uh, if I'm like shaking or crying, wake me up. If I'm purring, don't fucking wake me up. <laughs> There's got to be like a time limit on that door. No, just leave. Let me. Let me be happy. Even if it means you die. But what if the, the happiness ends, you wake up and you're just like a dried up husk on the ground and then you have to suffer for the last, you know, whatever time you have left? <laughs> Wouldn't you rather be woken up while you're still, you know, can live and get in good condition? <laughs> I don't know, okay? Just maybe a little longer then. Truth above all. All right. I, I think we could go with that. Um, this is a new hole, so can you all roll initiative again? Oh... <sighs> How many times? How many holes? Oh, wow, I crit. Cool. 23. Nice. <laughs> I got a 16. 18. Okay. So I'm going to hold these initiatives for if we need them, but right now we're not in initiative order, so you can all kind of act as you would. Okay. Attack Jack. How dare you? <laughs> I'm still reaching for people's hands. Or I'll hold Clacker's hand. Yarn. Does Moriarty hold my hand? Um, I think I'm holding Clacker's other hand. And I'm like Yarg. blind man tapping okay. with the tip of my flesh. Okay, we're to... standing in a big circle now. <laughs> I was, was going to move to the front. Like, I don't want to hold. Can I stand in between you and Moriarty? I don't want to hold Jack's hand. Why not? Because you're a power hungry <laughs> fish monster. Uh, why? What? Why are you going to be like that? <laughs> I swear in my dream, I heard you say, I'm the king of the world. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a fun time. <laughs> and you puked acid at someone. I mean, I'm not saying that'll never happen again. I've been kind of having an upset stomach this whole trip. Well, not not you do puke acid, but you also have seen you, like, cough up some hairballs, you know. That's also a lid on the gross side. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other, Moriarty. <laughs> I mean, who's to say that throwing up black bile isn't standard for whatever I am? Well, you'd be the only one to say that. Is that standard? I don't... <laughs> Seems to be. So once you're done uh, talking with one another and you fall silent, the darkness is deafening. And, uh, Lucky, I imagine you probably have the sharpest senses out of everyone, given that we're not underwater right now. Wow. Mm -hmm. I think that Jack and Clacker would have you beat there, but this will be primarily with Lucky's senses in mind that I'm describing things, but uh, everyone else would feel this as well, just perhaps a little bit less acutely. Uh, and Moriarty, with you tap blind man tapping your fishing pole ahead of you, that'll provide some insight as well. Wow, nice. It's like Daredevil, every tap, I get like an outline of everything. <laughs> right, right. Moriarty is kind of like Daredevil. Um, let's see. So, the the walls and the floor are stone, just like everything else that you've seen in the Well of Fate so far. It's a cramped passageway, so as you're holding hands, it's it's tight, especially for Clacker. You keep bumping your head on little rounded stalactites on the ceiling. Ow, oh, my horn. Oh. And uh, Lucky, you would pick this up first. You hear some, uh, you smell, you smell like tangy, prickly metal. I smell tangly, prickly metal. Yes. And ahead of you, you hear a kind of rhythmic noise. Everyone else would hear this shortly after Lucky. It's like a... Do you hear this rhythmic noise? I think I do now that you say something. I think it's trying to sing to us. I think it sounds like some kind of a trap. That's the beat. Let's hear your flows, Pippin. Or Moriarty. No. Shink. I'm not the bard here. Rapping Jack Rackman, and I'm here to see. 
We're going to solve the will of fates today. And he's only done that that kind of singing since he turned into a fish man, so I am not doing it. And it's magical darkness, and I do hear... A shink. How close is it? Are we talking, like, in front of us or ways down the hall? At first, ways down the hall, but it doesn't progress any closer unless you choose to move toward it. I'll move towards it until I'm, like, I feel like it's maybe, like, five feet in front of me. Yeah. So, until I'm in it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd like to push Moriarty. I'd like to test... (laughs) I'd like to test the trap with Moriarty's head. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm I'm going to let go of the hands and I'm going to walk forward and say, stay behind me. I have 18 passive perception. And <laughs> Glad you know that. <laughs> until it's like five feet in front of me. And then do I feel like it's like I level the sound with me? Is it high, low? Being within five feet of it, it reminds you of something else you have experienced in the Well of Fate. It reminds you of those mm-hmm. whirling blades that cut... I can't remember who they got, but they got one or two of you in the conveyor belt room. Mm-hmm. This is the same kind of noise, and you feel kind of a rush of air with each... And so you get the sense that there's like some sort of scything blade covering the passage in front of you. Um, I am going to try to dispel the... Magical darkness, I guess. Unless anyone has something else. Mm. I would describe to them, there's some type of blade. I feel like I might be able to get rid of the darkness. Maybe? It's kind of a high-level spell for me, though. If anyone just wants to run through, can Potboy run through? I mean, yeah, he could run through. All right. There's a whoosh of air, which leads me to believe it's, like, horizontal, not vertical. So I think he just kind of like time it and just run, like have Pop Boy run through like right after it makes the noise. Er, yeah, er, that makes sense. Um, were there any more clues? Alrighty then, I'll, I'll see if I'm getting Pop Boy to do it. Well, if there's clues, I don't fucking know because I can't see anything. Hmm. I mean, we, we used up all the ones from the room. Oh wait, I, I did. There was another thing. There was a, th- I smelled something. Uh, you smelled a sharp metal. Okay, I smell a sword. <laughs> I smell and hear a sword. Uh, I lick the ground. At, at this, you lick the ground. Yeah, what's it taste? Uh, dirty, as in dirt and stone. Um, a, a cats lick shit. Have you guys seen cats? They just lick shit. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, totally. Sure. Uh, you At this point, you would also smell something akin to roadkill further down the passage. Ew. Great. Everyone else might be catching like a slight whiff of it, but it's strong to Lucky. Huh. Well, go on, Pat Boy. Show us what you're made of. Now, throughout this hallway, I'll be asking for skill checks. Um, I do love the Xanathar's rules where you can disassociate skills with their typical ability scores. So just a recap if anyone's not aware of how that works. Uh, I will ask for a skill check. I will tell you ability scores that you can use for it. And so you get to pick out of the ability scores I list which one you use. But if you are proficient in the skill I ask for, you also get your proficiency bonus, even though you're using a different ability score. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. Yes. From Potboy, or for this particular challenge, I will need an intelligence or wisdom acrobatics check. An eight. All right. Unfortunately, Potboy gets dinged as he scuttles through. <laughs> Takes eight slashing damage. Dong. Does it stop the sword, though? Uh, no. Darn. Do you think there's any way we can wedge something in there? Shink. Do you have anything Shink. like that? I mean, personally, no, I, I don't really Shink. have anything like that. But Moriarty's got a whole bunch of junk that he carries I can around try to dispel the darkness. Shink. I don't mind. Here, let's just let's just try it. Let's see if I can get rid of this darkness for us. Rather the try. And I am going to conjure some of my bardic magic and try it in strike a chord that resounds through this little area, dispelling the magical darkness. Yeah, so that's a powerful spell. Uh, The Well of Fate is also powerfully magical. What I'm going to do is I'm going to rule that a 120-foot radius within you has its magical darkness dispelled, but you still see inky black walls on either side where the darkness is maintained. Given that you dispel the darkness around this blade, you can each of you can easily time the hop through it that's not difficult. It's just like 
being able to see it, that makes it so much easier to get through this particular challenge. Right. Ahead of you, uh, you can actually see the next challenge as well. I mean, uh, it's it's still dark, so you're relying on either dark vision or your like torches. But the magical darkness only exists uh, a little bit further down. So you make your way to a chamber that has three passageways. Uh, the magical darkness blocks your vision more than ten feet down any of these three pathways. But um, the one straight ahead and to the right, both of those passages smell strongly of roadkill. And the passage to the left smells... Um, it's It smells foul. It actually smells like something that Jack would immediately identify. It smells like dead fish on a beach. Oh, wow. But it also... You can hear running water from the one to the left. While we're walking, Moriarty's gonna cast Mending on Popboy. Mm-hmm. Buff out that dent. Hmm. Which path do we go? That way smells like fish. I'm inclined to go that way. <laughs> Makes sense to me, son. <laughs> smells yummy. Err. But I am worried because you guys can't breathe water. Like me and Clacker seem to be able to. Well, I oh. can't breathe it. I can just hold my breath for a really long time. You can't breathe water? No, or... see, watch. And I just start holding my breath. I just... He's a whale. <laughs> what a fish. Err. I don't really know that much about whales. I like that that's his way of proving that he can't breathe water. Lucky's holding his breath, too. Starts to sway back and forth. <laughs> I look at Clacker. Well, I couldn't always do it either. Can't knock you for that one. So you're agreed upon the passage to the left? Yeah. I mean, I don't see it. I don't know if we've gotten any clues that say other ways. Rotting meat, rotting meat, or rotting fish. So we hear water to the left. We, we smell fish on the left side, but we just smell some rotting meat on the right. No sound of water. Yes, correct. Press to digitate it. Huh? Can't you make things, like, smell better? Or is that uh, just... Sure, yeah, I can do that, I think. Oh, no, it's just taste. That's interesting. So if something smells bad... You know, taste and smell are related, though, I think. So. I know, but I feel like that'd be such a weird thing if you made something taste good, but it smelled like rotting meat. That'd be such a weird sensation. It says you can control odor as well. It's kind of like what I did to Clacker's tea. It smelled like tea, but it tasted like coffee. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. Uh, uh, the the fish is fine with me. I, let's let's just go that way. Let's just go. All right. So you plunge into darkness again. Ahead of you, you hear dripping, flowing, and burbling. The air feels warm and damp, and the ground and walls are slimy with pond scum. A stream moving at a gentle pace from the sound of it, but it also sounds like there's something splashing in the water, or many, many small things splashing in the water. As you feel around the walls, Moriarty, as you tap your cane, or your fishing rod, you find the edge of the passage that drops down into the stream beneath you. Uh, if you hook your fishing pole around the walls as well, you notice that there are wooden bars basically monkey bars spanning the the water and the splashing things in the water. Alright, feels like there's monkey bars. So, we gotta... I'm excellent at this. This is my type of shit. Who's that to get across? Because there sounds like there's something that's vicious in the water. Um, a strength or constitution athletics check. What if you have a climb speed? I'll give it to you if you have a climb speed. That makes sense. Nice. That's why you should always play a tabaxi. Oh my goodness, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, it's something Nathan you see it tortured with. Yeah. What? I don't get oh. it. I, I, wait, I think I told that story in an OnlyFans, right? So it's like behind the paywall. Sure That's how I know it. Yeah. Remind yeah, go, me later. Go listen to OnlyFans. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is a funny okay. joke though. <laughs> I I I climb that was across. So well timed, Cody. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, Lucky gets across. Does everyone else want to try to follow Lucky? Yarg. You could just swim, Jack. Yarg. That's why I'm not too too concerned. Again, I I don't think that's a great idea, but you know, do you? I don't really want to risk it. No. Let's go. What do you want me to roll? 
Strength or constitution athletics? Okay, I'll do constitution. It'll be a plus three on top of this roll. All right. 18. That, yeah, you succeed. You can swing across. That wasn't so bad. Jack's strength is zero, but he's got a plus three constitution. Nice. I suppose that means I, I can go up next then. He gathers up Potboy and then he tries to go across. Athletics, 15, and my constitution is a 3, so 16, because my strength is a 2. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, it's going to be plus 1. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a success. I think that only leaves Clacker. Clacker will follow suit, I suppose. I'm across now, here he come. I have a plus 8 to athletics. Does that mean I get my strength on top of that then, plus 5, for whatever I roll? Uh, no, that would already be taken into account. Okay, a 25. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're a barbarian, I'm... I'm not too worried about you. Do I just... I put Damn. one arm on the monkey bars and I just reach right across to the other one and just swing by. Uh, in yeah, one right, swoop. exactly. <laughs> Take them three or four at a time. Yeah. Um, yeah, as you like... Yeah, as damn. you do that enormous swoop, you can kind of like skim your boot through the water and you feel that there are fish swimming around in the water. So uh, there was there was definitely something down there. Seals. It was fucking seal folk. <laughs> You'll never know. I don't think it was seals. <laughs> You'll never know. I don't want to know. Uh, as you proceed, uh, eventually, not only Clacker is hitting his head on the wall, but the human and the former human are hitting their heads as well. And even Cla- or even Lucky, eventually, the, the ceiling is low enough that Lucky has to duck. So it forces everyone into a crawl. And uh, wow. whoever is in the lead, I, I imagine it's still Lucky. Um... Do you want a pot boy in front of you? <laughs> what? Do you want a pot boy to walk in front of you? I haven't sniffed his butt lately, so yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really have a butt, but okay, yeah, pot boy is leading the charge. All right. I think everything has a butt. I, sn- butt boy. <laughs> I sniff its butt. It smells like copper. Um, pot boy scuttles along. Yeah, but what's it like? Copper knobber knocker? <laughs> copper knobber knocker. Yeah. I don't know how to feel Man. about that. What was the last thing Potboy was used to cook for? Blood. <laughs> oh wait, that's iron. Sorry, the taste. Potboy scuttles along. Um, Lucky is Lucky is behind him, and Lucky, you feel uh, as you're like crawling ahead. First, it's just kind of a sixth sense, but then you feel holes in the ground in front of you. They're very small holes. They're like the size of a golden coin, just perforating the ground. I don't like that. It's not dark in here. It is dark in here. And uh, these these holes are in front of you and to the left of you, but they're not immediately to the right of you. It feels like that's just smooth. I look in one of the holes. I mean... Okay. Make an intelligence or wisdom investigation check. Thought you were going to say saving throw. Uh, 15. Okay, so, uh, Lucky, as you peer into this hole... I mean, it's magically dark, so you can't see anything, but as you're, like, fingering the hole... Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, your finger pricks something sharp and you withdraw immediately as a spike juts out and plunges into the ceiling overhead. Okay. Um, uh, what's going on up there, Lucky? So there's spike holes in the crawl space. Right. I mean, given, oh, given that you got a 15 investigation, I was looking for a 12. So you, you avoid the, the spike and you're able to kind of learn from that to feel out where the flattened ground is and where the where the spiky ground might be. Oh, so it's not... There's, like, space to squeeze where there's not spikes? There is space to squeeze where there's not spikes. Oh, I guess I'll just kind of feel ahead then. Yeah. And, like, forward with, like, my paws, and I would just kind of flick my tail back to uh, whoever's behind me and be like, okay, just follow me exactly. Exactly. Don't deviate. All right. Nice. So, from everyone else, uh, thanks to Lucky's guidance, I'd like that same check, but you have advantage. So again, that's intelligence or wisdom investigation. I'm gonna do mine with wisdom, so it's gonna be it's gonna add one because I have minus one to wisdom instead. Okay. Moriarty just you know created <laughs> seventeen for Clacker. As Moriarty is wont to do. Goddamn. Um, investigation. I'll use wisdom for mine, so it'll be plus two. Fuck. I got a six. Oh, wait, yeah, that's advantage. So, 17. You're welcome. Thank you, Lucky. I very much appreciated. 
Yeah, so you all managed to make it through without getting skewered. And uh, finally, the uh, the ceiling slopes up a little bit, allowing everyone to stand except Clacker, who would still have to walk in a crouch. And uh, Moriarty's fishing pole brushes up against uh, two treasure chests. At least that's what it feels like. They're like wooden boxes. There's clearly like metal studs on them. Moriarty is well familiar with the shape of a, of a chest. Thought he is. Oh, it feels like there's two uh, chest up ahead. It's a little suspicious. Are we supposed to pick one? Are we supposed to kill both of them? Because, I don't know, just destroy them? Well, I mean, I wouldn't destroy them because if we if we want what's inside, we might have to take them out. We have to take them the way we came, right? Oh, that's a good point. I I know it sounds crazy, but I want to smell the area around these boxes. Are these what smell like fish, or are we past that? Was that the lake? Uh, you passed the fish smell. That was in the lake. Oh, okay. You can still smell these if you want to. <laughs> I sniffed Jack's butt. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to accept that for now. Uh, I, I don't know. We're here for the for the disc, right? So there's going to be a, a disc in here somewhere. A wheel. A saucer. We haven't ruled out saucers. There could be a saucer. You want me to open up one of these chests, guys? See what's in there. Yes. Oh boy. I'll no, wait, up. wait, wait. They're like poke it or something. What if it's hey. like a shape changer? Well, don't break it, but you know, give it a good whack. <laughs> <Spin away. laughs> okay. All right. Don't crit it. <laughs> You're just bad at with your pollock. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't touch it. This is a, this is weird. It's weird that it's here. Just touch, poke it with a stick. It is weird that it's here. There was that one room with the mirrors that gave us a couple of cool things. I mean, but every other room has sucked in this entire place. I didn't get any cool things out of that room. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, Mitska and me got what we'd liked. Are you sure? I'm still not sure that Mitska's not been eaten by a mirror. I have faith. That's apparent where where we're at because of your faith. Poke it. Poke it, Moriarty. Right, Moriarty's gonna poke it. Don't crit it. The tip of the fishing pole. Okay. From Moriarty, I would like an investigation check using either wisdom or charisma as you're uh, poking these. Don't my intelligence, I see, I see. Well, they're the same, so one instead of five, I mean a four, it's a two. So, fourteen. Uh, fourteen, okay, so you can you can differentiate kind of their textures. One of them is old and decrepit, it feels like driftwood that's rotted a little bit. The other one feels firm and new. Nice wood, nice metal that doesn't, like fleck off a little bit of rust when you poke at it the way the other one does. Alright, guys, it's the only real difference I can tell with just poking it and feeling it that way as all. One of them feels like old driftwood and the other one feels new. I don't know the significance of that. But I don't know it either. That's why you're sharing. Right. <laughs> I just don't... I don't know. Open them both at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's the answer. Can they be moved? Like, are they, like, welded to the ground, or...? Uh, do you go up to try to figure that out? Yarg. Which which one do you try to move first? Or do you try to move them both at the same time? I, I'll try the the driftwood one. It is not attached to the ground, nor is it bolted locked. I shake it like a Christmas present, just a little bit. Is it nice inside? You hear something clattering around inside it. How big does it sound in there? Is it a saucer? Sounds like this shaped to me. I said it back to Hunt. I'll... I... Should I open her up? Yeah. 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 Let's do it. I open it up. All right. You can feel a disc inside. Yarg. Is it a saucer? Feels more like a free weight of some kind. You know, like there's a little hole in the middle. It's kind of got some heft to it. Now Mm. look in the other one. All right. I hand it to Moriarty. Okay. If you're handing that way, does it attach to the wheels? The wheel? Uh, it, the, it does. The remote? Okay. It does. And then I will open the other chest. You wheel? All right. It bites you. You motherfucker. <laughs> What's going on? What's in there? It bit me. What bit you? The chest. What was in the chest bit you? What was it? The chest bit me. The chest Roll bit for you. initiative. Like you pinched your fingers? What does that mean? Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> a chest is attacking me. Kill it. This time, credit, Moriarty. 
<laughs> Swing away! Alright, it does get a surprise bite, uh, Jack. And then Clacker will go first. Uh, 24 to hit. 24 definitely hits me. That's nine gonna be damage. 9, uh, yeah, 9 bludgeoning damage, and it sticks to you as this, like, massive slimy tongue wraps around your arm. Clacker followed by Moriarty. Clacker, you just hear uh, Jack's like outcry as this thing latches onto him. You cannot see it, meaning, meaning that um, attacks against it have disadvantage. Do they? They do. Do they? Oh, what do if they I not? swing recklessly? Then it's on the dice. Aha. And you might hit Jack. Don't swing too recklessly. Um, I'm going to swing recklessly. <laughs> I like how you carefully considered it, though. I mean, <laughs> I feel All like right. my life's in the right fingers. Fingers. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's going to be a 24 to hit. That's a hit. All right. Four, 11 slashing. All right. I'm going to swing recklessly again. Oh, botched. I got a nine. That's a mess. Um, and since I hit once, I can bite recklessly now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bite it. <laughs> Which is a 25 to hit. That hits. For six bludgeoning. All right. Moriarty. You know what to do. I'm going to prod around with my fishing pole, find the, 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 the treasure chest that's attached to our buddy, and then I'm going to swing away, I guess. Uh, 16. 16 hits. 8. Uh, 14. 14 also hits. For another 11, and then swing on last time. 10. Uh, 10 misses. All right. And it's pitch black, so you actually hit Jack Rackman. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to see the damage then? No. No, no. Crit, crit. <laughs> it's already missed. It's not a crit. <laughs> uh, Lucky's turn, and then it'll be the mimic again. What's going on? It's attacking me. Kill it. What's attacking you? <laughs> the box. I don't. What's in the box? I just would step over to the box and try to stick my crossbow in the box. Uh, the box is attached to Jack's arm. I know, I'm just, I'm rolling, I have no idea what's going on. Uh, 16. 16 hits. For 8 damage if a 16 hits. Yeah. And that's the end of my turn. Alright. Alright, so it's going to, uh, uh, just start eating Jack's arm. Jack, does a 21, a 21 hits you, right? Yes. Yeah, so that's gonna be 6 piercing damage and 7 acid damage. Mm. Oof. Oh my god! Jack's turn. Ouch. I'm just going to electrify my hand. And you shock and grasp. Nice. 17. That hits. Even though I feel like it shouldn't be a disadvantage because I'm literally attached to it, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. It would hit either way. Yeah. 12 lightning damage. That almost takes it out. Uh, uh, clacker. Reckless swing again. 18. That is a hit. 15 slashing damage. And that finishes nice. it off. Nicely done. Does it have a tongue? <sighs> yes. I tear out its tongue. <laughs> All right. Well, at least we got something out of that. Yeah, what was actually in the box? A tongue. I got it right here. That's not a good treasure. Well, it'll make fascinating tea, I suppose. How big is the, is the chest that the, the, the item was in? I would say it's probably your typical, like, foot and a half by two and a half foot wooden chest. Dome top. Okay. I mean, it's a nice box. Do we want to keep it? A box for my trinkets. Moriarty is gonna grab it and kind of put it in, like, just make it disappear. What? <laughs> yeah, I guess I didn't what? see him do that. But what's that? Right, <laughs> shoved it up his ass. <laughs> what are you about to put it I sniff his butt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Let's get the hell out of here. I can't see shit. It's one of the most infuriating things to me is being blind. Yeah, isn't you're that able like to... 90% of being in the water? Yard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're able to backtrack without too much difficulty. Oh, nice. I was hoping there was actually just like a door past the chest. That was just like, oh, yeah, like this was You Skyrim. didn't know about this entrance. <laughs> 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 Bethesda designed the Well of Fates. Explains all the glitches. <laughs> secret pass, secret tunnel. It's a secret tunnel. Secret tunnel. All right, so we head out and go up towards the top again. Yarn, work our way down. I am going to heal myself really quickly. 
point of damage. Yeah, <laughs> my last second level spell. Let's let's you juice it. I'm gonna start saying that when I need to like put on a band-aid or take aspirin or ibuprofen, I'm gonna say, I'm going to heal myself really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's what you're doing. Right. right. Or I feel a little bit better now. Excellent. Well I'm glad you feel better. At least a little bit. Alright, I I apologize now. I thought there was like a connection between the last two holes in this one, and apparently I was wrong. Uh-huh. I set the tongue down so it can dry. Oh, nice. Oh my god, that's like the worst heel of all time. Man, which one do we want to go to? I like this one. You gotta stand over the area where we know there's a hole, and I'll start turning the, the wheel. Alright. I, I go with it. Whee! Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So the the bottom out of the three remaining from uh, top, middle, and bottom. Bottom hole. You gotta find fun somewhere, I suppose. <laughs> I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. Very well. And this this one is one of the deeper ones. It's 70, 75 feet down. Ooh. Yeesh. There's no magical darkness, so you can all see normally with your uh, dark vision and your torches. As you maneuver around the various bends in the tunnel, you note the uh, now familiar Arohavian runes that you've seen in a couple of these other uh, chambers. Uh, the runes say yesterday, today, tomorrow. And when you press on, you begin breaking out in a sweat. It is scorching hot ahead, and you see dim light coming from the, the tunnel ahead of you. Do you press forward? Mm-hmm. And you emerge from the twisting tunnel into a chamber, and you see that you're on the edge of a cliff overlooking a crevice with a deep red glow far below. You can hop over the crevice easily onto a narrow ledge that's maybe 10 feet from back to front, but stretches across the whole chamber. So maybe 10 feet to from front to back and then 30 feet across, something like that. Beyond the ledge, there's a wide chasm of a bubbling lava, and it is spanned by a grid of pillars, seven pillars deep and three wide. Each pillar is roughly 10 feet in diameter and about five feet apart from one another. In the dim illusion, or sorry, the dim illumination cast by the lava below, you can see that each pillar has an Arohavian numeral carved on it. The ledge that you're standing on now has a rune that says zero. The ledge directly in front of you has one that says one. And then each of the pillars before you ascend, numerically ascend from one up to 21. What the fuck? You can all put yourself down there next to Lucky. Huh. It's hot in here. It's, it's very hot. hot here. I'm gonna take off some of my clothes. Me too. Let's all take our clothes off. Oh no, I'm okay. I'm glad I don't have that Yeti fur. That reminds me, we'll still have to go get it if you want it. Oh, I don't know. I kind of want to get out of here when we're done now. It'd be a nice trophy. A nice trophy, and it's not spoiling, you know. It, it was pretty cool down there. You know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. We've got another bridge to cross first. <laughs> Fair enough. How does this work? I'm not good at math. Yesterday, something about yesterday, today, and tomorrow. May yesterday and today lead you to tomorrow. That was the first, that was the one the other time. 20 days, hats, rain, summer. <laughs> I am stumped. Well, I mean, there's only one place to go at first, right? And I jump across. All right. You can jump five feet, no problem. I th- mm, mm. Yarg. I think I got it, y'all. I think I figured it out. All right. Go ahead and enlighten us. So, you know, the, the clue we had earlier was May yesterday and today lead you to tomorrow. Maybe what if the one we're on, zero and one, leads us to the next one. So the next one would be one. And then the one before that, one plus the one we're on, one, would add up to two. So that's the next one. And then two, the one we would be on, plus one, the previous one, is three. When we get to three, the one we were on before was two. So then two plus three is five. So then when we're that's on five, we were on three, so sense. five plus three is eight. I see what you're doing there, but how do we you know? get from 12 to 20? It's a mighty leap. Well, 5 plus Wouldn't 8... Wouldn't that be you? Oh, yeah, you're right, because we can't go from 5 to 8 to 13. That's a big jump. I can't do that. Hmm. Well, actually, yeah, you're right. I don't know why I thought it was 12. Well, I don't know then. Man, that's made so much sense. Yesterday and today, when we're on zero, wouldn't that just still be zero? And we wouldn't move on? Yesterday. Yeah, but zero plus one is one. 
I know it, but we can't. One would be tomorrow, so it'd have to be zero plus one, which we're not on. So we're on, you're on true. zero right now. If Clacker moves, there's a zero. Oh, zero. we're on zero. Okay. Yeah. The ground is firm under Lucky, but it looks like not all of the pillars ahead of Lucky are necessarily stable. And what's the clue one more time? It's made today and tomorrow, yesterday and today lead to tomorrow? Yeah, but we only saw, it only said yesterday, today, tomorrow on the ruins down here. Based on the, the your theory, all three of these platforms should work. Why are you guys still back there? I'm going to jump to three. All right. Lucky jumps to the one labeled three, and it is firm. It doesn't look very firm, but it holds. And then I jump to two. It holds. Well, so far it's working. Why did why would three to two? Well, just it's just the ones that are that will work, right? I'm confused. I don't think the order matters. I mean, it's, it's one plus zero is one, and then one plus one is two, and then two plus one is three. Oh yeah, that was right. So then you jump to five. Well, no, then I jump back to two. And then I jump to five. <laughs> I'm hoping that the clock is correct. It holds. But keep going, you're on the roll. I guess seven will uh, be the next one. If we're doing that. To, wait. Oh. <laughs> It'll be seven. Pause. Because you jumped from two to five, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's a sequence. I think eight is the next one. I don't think seven is the next one. Because then I'd have to get to 12. So how far down is the lava? Um, it's 60 feet down. All right, then. So three plus five is eight. I'm going to try jumping to eight. The pillar is firm. All right, what now, Clacker? It worked up to this. I mean, five plus eight is 13. Well, how the fuck am I getting over there? That's the problem. It's fucked up that the math has worked. I was... <laughs> it's even more <laughs> fucked up that it's working. Because <laughs> that makes me really think that we're supposed to jump from eight to 13 somehow. Well, I think, like, I'm literally the only one who can do that. Yerg, I don't really think I could do it. Can you do that? Because cats have a jump speed of, or a jump height of zero feet in 5th edition. Wow. No, that's cats. I'm not a cat. I'm a tabaxi. Okay. Thank you very okay. much. <laughs> um, so what's the run? I can get a running jump from here. So what's the running jump rules again? Uh, running jump at long distance, or lengthwise rather than heightwise, is your strength score plus... Let me find it real quick, sorry. Uh, long jump. If you move 10 feet immediately before the jump, you can move a number of feet up to your strength score. Oh, I don't have a very great jump then. I like that Jack is just measuring to see if he can jump all the way across. What's the what's the fucking totem again? Are we cheating this one? I was about to Arr. say what <laughs> I was just gonna say could just <laughs> blink across, couldn't we, or Isn't there a thing in the totem that does dimension door? Yes, it's called, it's the rabbit's totem skip. It's called the old skip. <laughs> What's the, the, the fucking range of Dimension Door is what, 300 feet? 500 or some shit. Pretty far. Um, 500 feet, yeah. I mean, you could also, we could also use it to cast jump on you and triple your distance. I can't make that jump and I think you're right. Like, I think I'm supposed to get here. Yeah, I think Clacker's right. I mean, yeah, I mean, the math, it's so fucked up that the math works. It's, it's, it's gotta be the answer. And the clue, it makes so much sense. And 8 plus 13 is 21, too, so. No, you could either dimension door or, what's your jump, how far can you jump again, Lucky? Do any of you have Misty Step or anything? I guess we have to use the totem, Church. Yar, yar, I mean, I do have Misty Step. And I have another spell around that I could theoretically use that could work. But, uh, I mean, we got the dimension door. Well, but we could save the charges. We could use, uh, how, how far can you jump, Lucky? Eleven feet. <laughs> it's All weird right. that I know this. I was in a jumping competition. <laughs> if we use, what is it, what's that? Uh, only one charge we can use, uh, what is it? The rabbit's, uh, jump or hop, it's what I think it was called. And we can get cast jump on you and you should be able to make it across what is that three times my jumping speed yes what if we're wrong though and i just make this really long jump into lava and die that would really suck clacker how how confident are you i mean i had it that one time i don't you guys are making me second guess myself now i don't know anymore 
Okay. All right. Are we really? You're really pretty concerned that you might jump into lava, right? I really want to do it, though. I will jump out. I'll follow the exact same pattern that he went. Okay. And I'll get onto this platform with him. Okay. I will charge up my lightning powers. I'll sacrifice three of my, uh, what are you called? Metamagic sorcery points okay. to get a second level spell back. Mm-hmm. And if anything goes wrong, yeah, I'll prepare Vortex Warp and pull you back. Good enough for me. I call on the magic of Tagal and I leap my ass fucking 25 feet, running jump from the very tip of this thing, and I jump magically, soar through the air like cats do. It's like slow motion. And I land on... You land on pillar 13, and it is firm. Oh! Just gotta point out there that it's a 10-minute ritual. But it does last 24 hours. Noted that on my world clock. Yeah, Grant, make note of that, Whoa. that your your distance is uh, tripled for 24 hours. Oh, wow. I'm gonna jump all over the fucking place. Hippity hoppity. Your disc is my property. I jumped to 21. <laughs> 21 holds. Whoa. I jump to the final ledge. Yep, and you see a uh, disc of this kind of dark reddish-gray granite. I frisbee him. <laughs> You could technically jump all the way to us right now. No. With the totem, the the hop power, one time during 24 hours, you may triple the spell's potency. Multiplay jump distance by nine instead. I'm gonna save that for when it really (laughs) is gonna be cool. I jump back. Bloop, bloop, boing. And then from here, I frisbee it to Moriarty. Nice. I catch it onto the wheel thingy. Mm-hmm. And it locks into place. What if I just fucking yeeted that? That'd been so funny. <laughs> Excellent teamwork, guys. Woo. Well done. I can't believe you figured that out so quickly, Clacker. You know, sometimes I can be really good at puzzles. I don't know what it is. Well, I appreciate you. So should we go to this one next then? Well, hang on, hang on. When you when you reemerge from from this hole, there's some sort of like swarm of rodent-like things. They look like rats. They've got kind of the bodies of rats, but they're kind of sniffing around. And one of them turns around and looks at you. And where its head is supposed to be, it just has a severed neck that ends in a mouth and a bunch of teeth. The fuck? And that is where we're going to end tonight. Ah, oh, Zugjagonku is all the way over here. I see. This has been at the Kaleidosphere, to whom the sea belongs. Thank you for joining us on this epic voyage. Uh, we would love to hear from you at linktree slash the Kaleidosphere, so uh, please go there. You can find links to um, our Twitter, our email, and our Discord, which I personally think is the best way to uh, engage with us and hang out with us. Uh, there's always something happening on our Discord, so just go ahead and join. It's a lot of fun. This campaign is dedicated to Brandon, who we hold in loving memory. To Whom the Sea Belongs is a campaign set in the Kaleidosphere. It's kale, like the vegetable. Ido, I-D-O, sphere. Join us next week. Only two holes to go. 